Yo. Welcome back to the Mark Our Words podcast, the official podcast of YouTube. What's good with you? Can please? <laughs> I, t- I told you don't do the hand thing because I don't have the plugins for the sparkles. Okay. Right. Okay. What's good with you, Chen? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. You doing well? We have a special guest today. I'm actually excited to have this guest. I met this guest at least five times. At least five. Oh yeah. At, 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 at least five. So she's she's a good friend, I would say, but probably a better friend to you because yeah. you know I met her through you. Yeah. So I think you should do the honor of, of introducing uh, your friend. Yeah, you know, I have a couple good friends around me, man. Uh, friends that always keep it real, you know. Uh, Princess is definitely one of those people. Or definitely, you know, especially with, like, how I am as a friend. You okay. definitely, <laughs> definitely let me know. <laughs> um, but also, you know, also somebody that's just smart and, and, and somebody that I always feel like I grow every time we have a conversation, you know. I remember once we had a conversation. It was all three of us. We all had a conversation in the car. Uh-huh. And I was debating some weird debate about <laughs> woman rights, and <laughs> I wasn't on your side. Like, I know, I know. <laughs> I tonight, today, I'm not on that person's side. Either. But, um, but yeah, even in that conversation, I, you know, I reflected and grew from that. So, uh, so yeah, I, you know, we we brought you on today because we had some questions and, and thoughts about the education system. And as you guys know, well, you guys don't know, but as you guys will know. Princess is, is a teacher and been teaching for some years now. Welcome to the podcast, Princess. Is, is that what uh, they do like on drink camps? They clap all the time. Oh, yeah. But welcome to uh, the podcast. How are you? I am doing well. It's mm-hmm. a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Um, really looking forward to this conversation. These mics are good. This is the same mic. <laughs> This is the same way I, I actually keep the good bike at home. Oh. Like, <laughs> I, it was a trade-off for the headphones. Yeah. God. That must be what it is. But I ain't going to hold you. Usually, whenever we have a guest, they sound real good on, on like the mic and stuff like oh, that. But, but yeah, like at first, like in the first couple episodes, our voice was kind of echoey, but that mic sounds crystal clear. But, Wonderful. But, Sorry. I, I yeah. didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> no, I was just good. like... All right, go ahead. My fault. Get Whatever you were saying. I don't even know what I was oh, saying. Oh, my all fault. Right. all right, well. Cutting off the woman on Black History. <laughs> How you going to do me like that? What are you going to learn? I thought, you, I, 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 I thought you learned in the car. Don't kiss me. <laughs> no, but, 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 Chen, this is your topic. Uh, what are we, what are, what are y'all going to teach me today? Because, because at least y'all have something. I don't know, but. Y'all, I'm a teach. y'all at least has something that's okay. in common for at least a period. You know, you quit, uh, Chen. But um, at one point, you teach for for like a I small did. A, did. a small period of time, and yeah. then you don't teach no more. Yeah, I mean, so I, I I I've been having this dying question about how do we fix the education system? Because okay. it seems like everybody's placing blame for other groups. And it's like, okay, what are the small problems that we have in each of these groups? Okay, right? you know. The kids are saying that the teachers don't care about us. The teachers are saying that we don't have the tools and, and, and resources to, to, you know, work out. And the administration is saying that the teachers don't want to implement the new tech, new ways of teaching and the, and, the, and the kids are too wild. And, mm-hmm. and so it's like, okay, what are the problems that we're facing? And because, te- you know, Princess here, she's been teaching a lot longer than I have. I didn't really understand what the the issues were i knew i didn't have the resources mm. but also didn't have the mental fortitude to deal with kids that i felt like i was failing every day okay and so you know these are some of the things i wanted to ask and, and, and really pick your brain on so that's that's kind of what i wanted to go with okay yeah. um maybe uh i start with the first question to to you princess um should we as a, a society or even like the generation after us should we encourage generations after us to become teachers like to put an emphasis on teaching and actually like get into that field of being the teacher in in education absolutely okay i think so i think we need more teachers i mean everybody knows we need more teachers mm-hmm. for our whole life i feel like there's been a teacher shortage and one thing i know is that i believe in growth mindset um yeah. so i think that people can be taught the skills to become a good teacher so whether they have it or not, I know some people think that you're born with it. Nah, I think you can learn those things. 
But but there's but the thing about teaching though, you have to want to teach. I think a lot of times people think they want to teach until they get into teaching. And then it's like mm-hmm. and we're not even talking about like the admin and the other but the actual act of teaching is 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 pretty hard. Mm, so definitely. how do you even like you can encourage people to come into teaching, but how do you even allow people to stay in that 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 workspace if you you get what I'm saying? Yeah, so I mean it's a few things. Um one I think it's actually meeting people where they are. I see people. All, so I did teach for America. That's a program. People have a lot of thoughts about it. <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts about it, but I will say, you know what, for an organization, it's probably one of the most reflective, large organizations that I've ever seen. Right. They get feedback, whether it's good or bad, and they move. If they hear bad feedback, they're like, you know what, let's try something else because clearly this is not getting a good rep and really? it's not working. Yeah. So I will give them that credit. So basically like fail quickly and move on to like some- fix yeah, and work on it. Mm. Um, but so outside of that, some people I know that sometimes people get thrown into teaching mm. and they do it whether they come from and I've heard this from people who did a full education program at a four year university <laughs> or people who just um, you know, did a alternative certification program. Mm-hmm. And I I was lucky that I got I received good training mm. at mine. And then I also got good advice. Like I remember um, it was the week before or two weeks before school started. And I asked the teacher who I was taking her place. I was like, Hey, you know, what advice do you have for me? And she gave me the best advice that I think I have received. Oh, you should have gave me some. <laughs> <laughs> what was the advice? She said, um, don't dance with your students. And I said, Doc, I can't remember her last name, but I said, Dr. So-and-so. Like, as in, like, literally dance as no. a, Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, not literally dance. She said, don't dance with it. She was like, what do you mean? Why would I dance with my kids? <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I had to be like, wait a minute. Let me not talk to this grown woman like that. <laughs> and I was like, what are you talking about? And she basically said, um, you know, you say something. And then your kid says something. Mm. And then you say something. And your kid says something. And now mm. y'all going back and forth. And y'all mm. doing this little dance. Don't dance with them. You don't need to dance with them. Say what you say. And let it, and let it ride. That's it. And mm. so, like, um, that's what I do. That is a big thing that I do. Yeah. People always are like, um, how come you're never, you, I never see you yell. You don't get smart. You don't really get angry. Like, I'm like, listen, I'm going to do what I can. My kids are going to listen or they're not. But mm. I'm not going back and forth with them. I can tell you that much. Mm. And that honestly helps me maintain my peace of mind. Mm. Because people want to go back and forth yeah. with you. Even if it's just to waste time. Yeah. They really do. And I'm like, <laughs> sometimes I just laugh. I'm like, <laughs> Okay, you tried it. Um, but yeah, that was the best piece of advice I, I'd, I'd received. Mm-hmm. And I also got like other training, especially on behavior management. Yeah. And so I know you were talking about um, how to get people to stay. Yeah. I've seen teachers who left because they were never taught the skills yeah. of behavior management. I see. And I think most people leave because of that. Yeah. Whether you're at a school where students um, have a lot of behaviors or they have few behavior issues. You need classroom management skills. You are not born with them. Mm. You don't magically know them. Nobody does. Even if your mother and your great-grandmother and your great-grandfather and everybody get from a family of educators, you are not born with them. You need to be explicitly be, taught them. That would be wild. <laughs> if you have, are you just a family of teachers? It's like, Junior, you know, we all teachers here. Oh, they exist. So when you go to this university now, oh, yeah. they you exist. pick education as a major <laughs> Listen, don't sleep on education. I one of my actually um I consider her kind of a mentor. She was yeah. my coworker up until this school year. Okay. Um and she is a, has a family of teachers. She's a really? teacher. Her husband's a teacher. Wow. Her son is a teacher. What? And I think she has one more son and daughter. And I believe that they all will end up being educators. Mm. Uh, maybe one of them isn't. I can't remember. Okay. But yes, they are a family of educators and they're doing very well for themselves. Well, I would say it seems like the mothers of educ or not the mothers, the mothers who were educators of a lot of these celebrities, even though some of them are troubled, they do have like a sense of intellect that you don't see from with other educators. You see it with Dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. you see it with even Kanye West with his mother, mm-hmm. you see it with uh, I don't know if you're familiar with this uh, rapper Earl Sweatshirt, yeah, where they they talk about things that are a little bit higher level than the normal entertainment. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I don't really see that with other type of parents. I mean, you do. I would say if you are an educator, you probably have a deep belief in education, right? Yeah. So you are not only going to educate others, but you're going to always be a lifelong learner. You're always going to want to learn. 
and you're probably going to instill that in your in kids, kids naturally yeah. not even on purpose just yeah. because they see you doing it right social yeah. learning mm. wow can i challenge you real quickly mm. uh, oh this probably gets juicy because chen says something and and actually you said it while you was explaining uh one point uh you said that basically you have to be taught basically how to be a teacher basically mm-hmm. and that um i don't think at least i don't remember anybody influencing me or pushing me to be a teacher what they usually said to me growing up was in order to be a teacher you better love it because yeah. they usually say the pay not good yeah so you better love it yeah so how how can we encourage people to get into that field when one of the things that we're saying, we live in a society now or in an era now to where it's going to be hard to, inflation is crazy now. It's going to yeah. be hard to afford a house. Houses is not $200,000. Go ahead, Chen. Can I give a fun fact? Go ahead, Chen. In 2020, we printed out 40% of all U.S. dollars ever created mm-hmm. in that one year. That's actually ridiculous. And why 40%. We're saying that by 2021, we printed out 80% of all dollars ever printed in what the is last the two Reserve years. Actually, you know what? Let me be quiet. Let me be quiet. Let me be quiet. Let me be quiet. We only had $4 trillion before 2020 in circulation mm-hmm. or ever printed, ever. $4 trillion. We have $20 trillion in circulation right now. So, 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 so inflation is crazy. Do you, know, do you know what about that is the most crazy? Mm. What's up? That is such a quick fix to a. A symptom of a problem. We were just talk about this in the last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a, I'm a, what were you so, saying? So, so, Princess, no, I don't want to be a teacher. I'd rather be, I'd rather work in tech. Because in tech, I get paid this much amount of money. Even though I may influence the future, you know, I believe the children are the future. You know, we all just on that song. But the pay's not good. Well, let me just go ahead and say this. So I feel differently than a lot of teachers. Let me just put that out there right now. I know I feel differently than a lot of teachers because I've talked to my friends, my colleagues. I've met a lot of teachers over my years. I've taught in different states and cities. So I I know I know a good amount of educators. And so just just know that I'm saying I feel differently than a lot of people. Okay. People need to. I don't know who started the rumor because it is a rumor that teachers do not get paid well. Hmm. We get paid average. Right. If you compare the average person who is working with a college degree mm. our pay is average it is mm. on par it is not significantly lower mm-hmm. now compared to tech people yeah that's gonna be different of course but you know that's like comparing a teacher to engine to an engineer yeah it, i mean they're gonna like engineering um or, tech or even nursing to engineering nursing those are up there right mm-hmm. those are gonna be like higher but yeah. i would say for the average college graduate we're not far I would say we are. I wouldn't even say we're below the average. I think we get paid about the average if you go by state. Mm. I do. I do believe so. And and that's what I always heard. I'm sorry, Chen. I, I'll, uh, yeah, I should get in and get out. But that's what I always heard. I always heard people, which you mentioned it earlier, that people use teaching as a a, a checkpoint. Like I'm gonna teach for this amount of time while I still get my degree, mm-hmm. and then I'm I'm just doing this to move on. Like basically, I'm not really gonna plant my roots into education i'm just going to teach this because i know i know math i know english i know chemistry yeah. i know whatever but while i'm just doing that while yeah. i can get myself through it's not a stopgap i'm not really that invested in 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 the education field and i think that is putting a i don't want to say a back stigma but i think that's where it really comes from in the sense of like oh it's rather if you don't love teaching then don't be a teacher like yeah. that, that, that's that's all i heard because they made it sound like there's so many downsides to it that the only way to balance it out is is it. basically you love it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Go ahead, Chen. I'm sorry. No, no. I mean, to your point, is that is that true though? Like, it's do not true. like do if you're a teacher, do you have to love being a teacher to actually go through it? No, as long as you don't hate it. I think. Well, I think for any job, as long I as lo- you don't I, hate it. I love that answer to be honest. I think as long as you don't hate it, you'll be fine. I mean, the thing is. Yeah, no, I think literally for any job, as long as you don't hate it, you'll be fine. Being a teacher, it it does have, it's definitely challenging. I think a lot of jobs have challenges. Um, I mean, I will say if you are not a patient person um, or you're kind of, I don't even want to say fragile, but like you take things personally, right? 
No, overly sensitive. Sen- I don't know if sensitive is the right word. Just mm. like you take things personal. You don't know how to separate something that somebody does from yourself. Then I would say maybe don't go into teaching, right? Like if a student walks in and they, I guess, slam the door. And I don't know. They do. I don't know. I can't think of anything. But they do something. Mm-hmm. And now you're like, oh, my goodness. They don't like me or they're disrespecting me. Maybe don't teach, right? Because yeah. you're not even, you're making it about yourself. Yeah. Clearly, the student is having a hard day or a hard mm-hmm. time or something happened. Yeah. Like check in with them. So if you're going to take everything like that, then don't be a teacher because you're just going to be having power struggles all the time. Mm. But if you know how to separate things that happen from yourself, not to say they won't do things directly because of you or to you, because they will. But you got to know the difference between the two. So, but no, I don't think you have to love it at all. Yeah. So, um, because I know once somebody asks you, will you ever do music teaching? Is mm-hmm. that is that ever has that ever been a passion? Has that ever no been to teach? A, no, you don't ever want to no. teach. Will you ever teach? Like, let's say you, you was down on your luck, you had no funds in the bank. No. What if you made hundred <laughs> k? Okay, hundred k. That's a good question. But that's but hundred k a year. Yes, of course. But I'm not doing it because of, I love teaching, uh, or or even that I like teaching. I like hundred k. That's okay. Do you find people who didn't like teaching or? Because you you mentioned this in, in your example when you was asking her a question. That some people go into teaching just for a time period and then they decide. It's basically a stopgap. It's a stopgap. Yeah, yeah. Do you find people doing that but end up loving teaching? Yes. Oh, absolutely. There are plenty of people. Oh, can you hear my water? I'm it's sorry. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> I've been looking at it like, how can I reach this? Thank you. <laughs> Sponsored by Chin's Water. <laughs> $50 cash at me in the description. <laughs> I'll mail it to you. <laughs> Just cash at so like I said, I did teach for America. So for those yeah. people who don't know, it's a two-year program. Yeah. It's an alternative certification program. And um, yeah, it's basically a way for if you want to be an educator, but you did not go to an education school mm-hmm. or like college and get an education mm-hmm. degree, you can still become a teacher. And so a lot of people do that. Like you said, they try to do it like on their way to medical school or law school yeah. or even anything. And I'm, I've met people who had that type of plan, and then they ended up, they're still teaching now. And mm. they love it, and they're going to be in education for life. Mm. So I think both things do happen. No, it's, it's, it's not going to happen for, I for, feel like, for you. I feel like Chris could be a great teacher. And I, and I honestly think that people say, I don't really know where some of, this, some of these narratives come from, but people say, oh my gosh, teaching is so hard, and it's the worst. Teaching is very hard. Let me just say, okay. it's very hard. <laughs> okay? But it is not the worst. Was 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 you stole my question? Oh, no, no. My <laughs> What's worse, like like basically like, and, and maybe this is main fact. This is a better question for you, Chen, yeah. since since you only taught for that short period of time. Why couldn't you do it? Now, granted, I always you have a passion to teach tech, mm-hmm. um, not so much specifically to be a teacher in the education system. Yeah. But what made what insight did you gain from that short period of time of being a teacher in the education system just for that period that made you go whoa if i'm not equipped i can only imagine what like somebody who is like actually no shade good at this you know is is going through through like the everyday experience if if you can remember or like recall no i mean i I won't say uh it was like whoa like if I can't do it, how it wasn't like that. But there was a level of understanding that it it's not just you walk into a classroom and you inspire kids like it is in the movies, where you just walk in and say, <laughs> "Hey guys, I literally did this first day. <laughs> hey guys, who wants to create the next Fortnite?" Everybody was happy. Really, first day, everybody was like, "Yeah, I want to create the Fortnite." Mm-hmm. Some of the girls was like, "I don't even play Fortnite." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but you do like Snapchat. Who want to create Snapchat? I'm like, okay, I mean, I guess, but I don't really use Snapchat. My mother uses Snapchat. But we use TikTok. And so it was like that. And so I, I inspired them. But then the real hard work is teaching them. Really? You can, like, you can inspire them and do all these things and have them be excited, right? But the actual, like, ingraining the the... Because it is work that they have to do to actually learn. But how do you wrap up that work in, in, in a and, fun, digestible way? And still way? keep it. I can't do it. Oh, I didn't know how to do it. And and then also it's like a level of understanding of the material. Like you can't really just say, hey, we're going to do mathematics 
and you don't really understand mathematics to a to a certain level because mm-hmm. then you can't really simplify break it down and then digest uh make it digestible for mm-hmm. the kids to learn so that's the, those are the two things i really learned that is is it's not just about inspiration and motivating because i thought that was the issue that a lot of kids weren't being inspired enough mm. and motivated to learn but it's also being able to break down these different I guess ideas and concept in ways that are fun and digestible for the kids to to take in. Cause I think you know we have these books, but they say all the time these books are not designed for kids in certain environments. Mm-hmm. They're designed for you know white privileged kids where a kid might not know what uh, you know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to mess anything up, <laughs> so I'm not gonna say what black kids should know and not know. So. Mm-hmm. But it, some of these things are not designed for the everyday life of certain kids that live in certain environments mm-hmm. versus other kids. So it's like, how do, how do you relate to a kid? How do you break down these concepts for, for the kid to understand and enjoy understanding? And then three, how do you keep that motivation going after the inspirational? So um, I have a lot of thoughts. Okay. Um, when you were teaching, it mm-hmm. was middle school, right? Middle school. And then I, I did like after programs with girls and within the system. What age were they? Like middle school age? Uh, high school? Yeah, right. Okay, 18, so middle 19. high school. Okay. Middle school, high school. Yeah, so yeah. what what specifically were you teaching them in tech? Uh, so the middle school was computer science. So like, we, we tried a bunch of different things. Languages or? The first time it was the blocks. Okay. Some of the kids, it was more advanced. Mm-hmm. Then the other kids, they didn't understand why they was doing it. So it's like, that's also an issue, like breaking down why they was doing it. So mm-hmm. they just didn't apply themselves. And then uh, we try to do like um, a a um, a free. So this is what site called Free Code Camp. Mm-hmm. So you try to go through that, but it was a little bit well, too that's advanced. Gonna be a lot. That's what adults do. I can't imagine <laughs> a child doing that. It was a little too advanced. It was like okay. one or two kids that got it, but most of the kids didn't. And then we did like were they black? They were all black. Okay. Uh, oh, you talking about the kids that got it? Yeah. One was eight. One was Hispanic, but but the the other one was black. Okay. Good. Um. <laughs> but um but and then we broke it then we did like this video game type of thing where it, it was like python but the the character moved based on what it was block yeah uh no it was oh, it was like, actual python yeah it was actually okay. you had to type it down so i so i have taught coding in a few different settings mm-hmm. not programming coding mm-hmm. but um so i've taught it at a private school mm-hmm. where it was straight coding languages mm-hmm. i taught Probably shouldn't say this, but on my own accord at my school to all of my students, oh. straight coding languages. Okay. And then I also taught um, for a summer camp, and we did, because I don't really particularly care for block coding. It is yeah, not real either. coding. That's we need why. to stop calling that coding for kids. No, it's not. And they can do real coding. Yeah, that's why. That's um, why I felt. Um, but when I did use it, I w- it would be like, okay, here's what the language looks like. Here's the block. Here's the output mm-hmm. so that they know what is what. Mm-hmm. And when they change it, they can see the difference. So I had a similar struggle um, in terms. So I would say when I taught it to my whole class, I teach elementary school. Mm-hmm. So I would say on an average day, I would say in general, 40 to 60% were super invested. Mm-hmm. 40 to 60%. Okay. That's um, good. It was good. And I had to do a lot of thinking about, okay. How can I, you know, work through some of those things that you talked about? And I, for me, it's a little bit different because, like I said, I had been teaching for years yeah. before I decided to do it. And I, one, black kids can learn it because yeah. if my kids who were 10 could learn it, I know for a fact those middle schoolers and those teenage girls could learn it too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I guess the difference is sometimes we want to teach so much mm-hmm. and we want them to learn so much yeah. that we try to get as much in as we can. And what I realized, I'd be like, you know what? I had to be like, I'm not going to teach you everything. I'm going to teach you what I can. Mm-hmm. At least now you know that the interest is there. So yeah. you do whatever you want with, with what I've taught you. Yeah. And then I'm hoping that some of them, I do believe I at least a handful will go on to pursue tech careers. Um, but I hope that at least some of them, you know, just continue to work on that and learn it. I would, um, I would like, sometimes I would teach them something. I'm like, all right, change this part of your code and see what happens mm-hmm. and then run it. And they really liked that. Yeah. Or sometimes if it was like something a little bit more advanced, I would give them like a skeleton code. And I'm like, okay, only change like this part right here because that's the one thing we just learned about. Yeah. And then they could see something really cool even though they just learned something basic. Yeah. Like um, 
I don't know, I was teaching them about divs or something and they were changing the color um, of a robot in their CSS, oh, right? Mm. But it was cool because they learned how to change the color, but it wasn't just change the color. Like, it was something that looks interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So trying to find different ways to do it, I think, could... So, so basically, if, if you have the resources that... You say even your kids who was you said ten years old that they was learning they was doing it. It's it's obtainable for them to learn and do real languages. Yeah. So I have a question. This will be a simple question, but it's a question that I always heard. Is there any such thing as a bad kid? They always say, they always say, hey, they aren't they they aren't bad kids. They're bad teachers. Is there any? What do you mean a bad kid though? Define it. Mm. Ooh. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> what you want to say? What you want to say? I'm not going to say that. I know that. Okay. I don't know right. what y'all think. I'm <laughs> just saying. <laughs> nobody never made me go into specifics of what they mean bad, but basically a disruption, a disruptor in the class. Uh, not so much of... Um, they don't even get to the point of even getting the work wrong. They just not doing the work. They mm. just like just a disruptor. They just a hindrance to being up the kids. Okay, being up the kids or just being a bully or just yeah. You know, is there is there any such thing as um you not being able to get to or through that child because that child is bad or is it more of Chen's point to lack of resources or skills or skills even. It's very disheartening to hear. I've never heard that quote in my life. That there's no. I've heard there's no such thing as a bad kid. I've never heard there are no bad kids, only bad teachers. That's crazy. Can't believe people say that. That's wild. Um, Those are not our children. Even though we try to act like they are, those are those are not our children. Like that's. I don't know what. But to a certain level, though, right? Because some of these kids don't have great parents. Right. Okay. So. Okay. What can be okay? But like, but 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 like, what what? Because they are in school most of their their day. They in school for majority of the week. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you you don't feel a responsibility at all. Oh no, no, I love my kids. Okay, okay, okay. I love my kids. I see what you're saying, and I do what I need to for my kids, and I care about them deeply. But they are not my. What is she saying? They're not my like. I'm not their parents. You can't say there's no bad kids. There ain't bad teachers. You. Because there's bad parents. I, so <laughs> there's bad circumstances. So, there's I mean, bad lead in the in the in the drink. So there's all these different circumstances mm-hmm. that lead to that kid being disrupted. That you can't just blame the teacher. Is I don't know. If that's what Te- you're saying. I, well, I mean, I'm just saying teachers. I, I believe that pretty much every teacher cares about their kids a lot, and they do as much. I don't as know they, about that. Wait, every teacher? I disagree. Most, 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 I, most. I, most I teachers disagree. that I've encountered. Most teachers that I've encountered. Oh, okay, that you, you know what? Let me not say that. I'm about to say. Okay, let me not say that. I have seen. I have seen teachers who maybe you know what? Yeah. Okay, I love but. it. <laughs> I'm like I, I talk. <laughs> I know what they would say in the lunchroom. Okay, so maybe not all teachers. Maybe not all teachers. Okay. I do believe most teachers do. Um. Most of the teachers that I know, most of the teachers that I know, definitely, definitely do. Okay, yeah. I, we we definitely we also taught in different school systems. That's true. That's true. Uh, right. And I also think that sorry, what were you gonna say? No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say it's different. Yeah, we taught in different school systems. Yeah. No, I guess my I thing. In Baltimore City. Shout out to Baltimore City, though. Shout out to Baltimore City. I love City. those kids. <laughs> y'all teachers, y'all be doing right by them kids, man. No, because my thing is this: I believe. That everybody starts off, yeah, loving their kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, maybe you're catching them in the I in their third year, in their fifth year, but I think once you get to the fifteenth year teacher, mm-hmm. who is kind of like, I'm sorry, therefore the pension, therefore, we had a teacher uh, that uh, he was uh, what is the word when he was where tenured? he was tenured in, so he can get fired for that. He used to throw wrenches at the kids. <laughs> I used to see kids running down the hall. You just hit bang because he's throwing tools at the kids. Black man, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's why I'm like. I don't I, like that. I, I, but, I don't like that. But, but, but that's I never saw anything like that in my life. So. <laughs> and listen, and if you went to high school with me, you know exactly what teacher I'm talking about. He was throwing tools, not like missing on purpose. He like when he go reaching for it, that is your cue to run. But why is he doing that? 
I'm, I'm genuinely curious. What on earth? What good reason could he have to do that? There's never a good reason to throw a two. I know that. That's why I'm like, what? What is happening? What is going on? I, I, I think what happened is, I think where a lot of teachers mess up. Well, not a lot. I'm not gonna say a lot. A teacher would give you that homey feel. Yeah. Or basically, like I'm not. Even though I'm an authoritative, I'm like your homeboy. Dependent. You got people gotta stop that. Depending, because that teacher may also be the coach of the football team. Okay. Or or, or, or so much. So there's like a homie feel. So I very, I'm going to shoot him some bail. I don't know if he was throwing tools at students he don't know. Okay. Dude, you get what I'm saying? Because that's wild if you if he asks you a question. Yeah. He <laughs> get frustrated. He don't know the exactly, answer. Like, and you just throw the tool. Obviously, when he go reaching for the tool, everybody who ran knew. Yeah. To run because he's gonna that's throw. His that's his thing. That was his way of. Was he trying to be funny? Like I'm just trying to understand. Maybe, maybe. But I just knew not to walk down that part of the hallway because <laughs> I didn't know. Because it comes out, he throws it out the door, so you could be walking by and get hit by it. So you mentioned something about teaching, and I, I know you're like, this is wild. I'm yeah. I'm just. I'm sorry. You. <laughs> What is the difference between teaching in a private school and teaching in like in a, a public school and so forth? I've never worked at a private school. I've only worked at public schools. Okay. But okay. um from what I've been told from my friends who have worked in private schools as well as public schools, mm-hmm. um, if a child misbehaves, they can get kicked out. They don't care if you already paid your tuition and fees for mm-hmm. the month for the year or mm-hmm. semester. You will get kicked out. So they don't normally have as many behavior issues and you don't have to take everybody. Yeah. Um, public schools have to take everyone. Mm. Private schools do not. So do you, now, I know you didn't teach in a private school, but I, I'm, I'm going to ask this question anyway. Do you believe in the stigma of there are better teachers in private schools? Never heard that in my life. I think that you, there are better teachers in public schools. There are absolutely better teachers what? in public schools. You never heard, you never heard that stigma? Never, there are not better princess, teachers in public schools. Princess, schools. you are making me sound like I'm, I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I, I will tell you this. Okay. Again, I've I've been around educators for a long time. Okay. Yeah. In private schools, you do not have to be a certified teacher. Yeah. You don't have to be certified. All you I have did to do, not know that. Yeah. All you have to do is have a college degree. Mm. Um, oh, n- not even the math to teach math. Like it's not regulated. I mean, it's, yes, yeah, it's, it's not, not by the state. Yeah, it's just oh. yeah. So all you have to do is have a college degree. There are people teaching things that yes, they did not. They don't have advanced coursework or specialization in. Yeah. And they also probably didn't get that you know teaching pedagogy so they don't necessarily they might not know best practices um so no no i absolutely wouldn't say that now yeah i'm gonna just stop there well let me ask you this do you feel like the environment for private schools for teachers are and you can put in being a woman being black as well right as a black woman do you think the environment in private schools is better for a lot of teachers or you think it's the same, um, or you think it's worse? So, from what I've heard about private schools, I there are far fewer behavior issues. Yeah. That is one thing that is that I know. Um, the pay is way less. They get paid wow, less. Private man. schools get paid less. Unless you go to, like, an amazing yeah. private school, like Sidwell Friends or something. That's where Obama's kids went, just yeah. so y'all know. Like, I'm talking about top-tier yeah. you school. The top, the top 1%, basically. But, yeah. but no, the average private school... Um, Teacher gets paid less, yeah, oh. than um, the public school counterpart, right? That's so, the closest so, school. So where does this send your kid to private school? If you come from, if the better teachers or the certified teachers rather mm-hmm. are in the public schools, better teachers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I am biased, but let's have this beef. But uh, <laughs> but I, I I will tell you from what I've like I said heard and seen, um. From a lot of people, even people who, like I said, who've worked in private schools. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've heard of teachers at private schools teaching just literally just do, they do worksheets every day. Like, that's what they do. Um, so I, I'm not I'm not going to necessarily say on average that they have better teachers. No, I need to know where it, where it comes from. I've never heard. And, that. And, and unfortunately, you the only one I know that went to both that went to both. Well, hold on. Do you even count the high school you went to as public? Mm hmm. I went to Poly. Yeah. I thought you went to Poly. Uh, I didn't go to Poly. I went to Renaissance. 
I went to actually three three high schools. I went to Baltimore Talent Development. Don't know what that is. They kind of uh, scammed us. Those was the uh, Baltimore school for the arts rejects. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so so like we all went to Baltimore Talent Development thing. It was like another school yes, for the arts because uh-huh. I I went there for music just to find out it they wasn't really it wasn't like uh, Baltimore school for arts at all. Is that still around Baltimore nope. school for arts? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. I don't know about the hell and development though. Gone. I was gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> they probably shared a building with another school for two years and closed it. It was Dr. Umar so, came in real quick. <laughs> so like so like the, money. so like the thing about um the thing about Baltimore Town Development, it it was a new high school. Yeah. So there was only a a, a ninth and tenth grade. So we came in as ninth graders, the tenth graders were there, then the eleventh graders become uh, the 10th grade become 11th graders and it was a growing high school yeah. but it's out of business now and then I went to St. Francis for one oh, year oh okay I went to St. Francis That's County a school year. yeah I went there I, I, ain't, I ain't like it because it was completely night and day from what I was going to public school how so um how can I put it I felt truth be told I just didn't like the Catholic feel to it okay it, it, it was completely different and um Everybody was cool, but the thing about it is, I would attest St. Francis to this. That's probably the private school that probably didn't feel like a private school, because not not to be funny, but to be like honest, right across the street was the prison. Like literally, right across the street from St. Francis Academy was the prison. It's like right there if you go down Green Mountain, all that stuff. It's like right there in the heart of the city. So I never felt um like the uh, stigma of a privileged kid that's going to a private school. I just felt like um, something happened at Baltimore Talent Development that I went to a private school to try to, I guess, put me in a better situation. I ended up leaving St. Francis and I went to Randallstown High School. I graduated from Randallstown High School in the county. So, um, me personally, I hated school. So, that's one of the main reasons why I also wouldn't be a school teacher because mm-hmm. I don't want to go back into a school and things like that. But, I guess my question to you when it comes to the private school, where did that come from? I don't know. Like, no, like, 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 basically, like, if, like, I think I know where. Like, cause you pay for it. Oh, uh, it's like <laughs> people better believe. Yeah, if you pay for something, you're gonna assume or think it's, it's better. Bad. I mean, you got you also have to tell yourself that, cause what's the justification for paying all this money for the school? That actually makes sense. But I mean, I would say I don't know where the teacher part came from, but I would say the equipment that we had. In private school was a lot better than the equipment that we had in public school. And I can agree with that 100%. I can agree with probably equipment, amenities, behavior, even the school building and the grounds. Yes, all of that. that. Like, we had free period. Like, I, like, that was. In middle school, I I didn't know that was a thing. (laughs) But I thought, I know, I'm I'm sure, I've heard of high schools having that. Mm. I think Randallstown had that. I was free whatever period I wanted to be free around this town. I'm sorry. <laughs> but we had free period, and we was allowed to go anywhere on campus. Oh. We could go on the fields. We could That's go to the lower school. We could go to the hot. We could play basketball. Really? Same thing with. Exactly. So the same thing with lunch. Like you could go anywhere. Why don't they just call it recess? Yeah, that's literally what it is. Oh, because probably so that y'all don't feel. I don't know. Like I mean, because you, yeah. you don't have to go it's outside. It's literally recess. Like, literally, it's recess. You don't have to go outside. You can stay in. Okay. You can stay inside if you want to. You, you could go to the library. <laughs> but it's just the fact that you could do whatever you want to do. Okay. Um, and so, like, these things, these ideas that we had, like, th- just being more autonomy, having more autonomy mm-hmm. over your time and who you were as a person. I don't think I, I experienced that when I was going to, like, a, a, a public school. Um, mm-hmm. And so... The transition from going to friend school, friend school of Baltimore, not the one that Obama kids went to, to uh, Poly was so weird. <laughs> really? Yeah, because everything was so structured in Poly. Uh, not structured. It wasn't like structured, but as far as, you know, Somebody compared to friends. Was it militant almost? It wasn't militant. That, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't structured. It okay. was just more structured than friend school. So it was like. You had periods, but everything was like you have to go to lunch. You can't just like say I didn't want to eat lunch. You have to go to lunch. You have, and then you have another period. You have to go to that period. You have this period, and there was no like you could build your own schedule. You, could, <laughs> you can't <laughs> you could, build your own schedule. I mean, you could. You could pick your classes, 
But there's certain things that you had to like, like I don't know how like, to explain. Like it. basically, you couldn't say, "Hey, I want to do all my classes, and from like one to three, I'm done." Like, yeah, yeah like you couldn't do that. Well, you know what it makes me think about? You can't leave campus in the high school at friend school. You could leave campus. You could go out to eat. <laughs> it makes me think about um, a few different things. So earlier, I don't remember which one of y'all said it, but oh, you, you it was you. So Chris, you had asked about like um, teachers being our kids' parents. Mm-hmm. And what it makes me think about is kind of like this dichotomy that you just talked about. Yeah. Because what I'm thinking is maybe if a student is going to a private school, they may or may not have a more involved parent mm. or set of parents who are doing certain things, who have set up such a structure I that see. it carries on into school. Yeah, so they don't need the school to have yeah. that because it's already in place. Yeah. Whereas maybe if a student goes to a public school, you even though any, some can, students have that. You get any type of kid. So, yeah, some some students won't have that. They're not, they, don't, they might not have that structure at home. So it's not extending until the school has to put it in place. That's what yeah. it's making me think of. I don't really know, but that's just what I'm thinking right now. No, that sounds That sounds about right. Uh, 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 maybe not even structure, right? Because, you know, if you live in a more privileged area, yep. you might not need that structure because you have certain things already in place. Whereas, like, if you live in, in a privileged area, you have to be home at a certain time. You can't just be walking around the neighborhood willy-nilly. It's just like life is good and blissful. And Whereas here, where if you live in, like, Charles Street or some of these homes up in Fells and... And it was, I don't know where Bowie. Bowie's another great area. Mm-hmm. If you live in these like expensive places, you could go up and down. Oh the street. yeah, so it's not yeah. That actually, not, that's a good point too. It's not as like yeah. You do have to have more rules because there is yes. I don't even know how to explain. Yeah, the, it's just, but I don't know what you're just talking free. about. Just, <laughs> it's less. It's less than you have to worry about because of it's safer. Yeah, it's safer. It's safer. The you know. Yeah. So I think there's uh, so many other. Th- things that tie into it so i don't know where the teacher thing came in because that's what people usually like stick with but there's so many other things that play a part in in uh in the private school and friends ain't that far from poly no it's not Mm. it's right down the street that's and that's what i'm like that's kind of wild that they had that type of but you also think about poly poly is like Private amongst the public schools, right? You need to get in. Yeah, it's not, it's not everybody can go to. And plus, it's it's, it's 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 one of the prestigious schools of Baltimore, yeah. basically. Yeah. So, so it's like I, I don't even know if I could. I, even though it's a public school, mm-hmm. like it has some private school quality. You know, yeah. it means something to, yeah. to go to the poly. I I don't know because I I always I always kept it when it comes to private school and public schools. I always felt more relatable to. The public school kids because most of the time you're going to your zone school and, mm-hmm. and those are the kids that yeah. live on my block or yeah. a few blocks away from me to where private school um you get anybody to to your point you drove to yeah i drove you had to drive to your private school where we walked to, yeah. to the public school that's true so i felt like even though it may not be uh true um as in black and white i felt like public school prepared me more for uh, life like in a more realistic way but now that I'm growing up people who grew up in private schools they live in a different life and in like a different standard almost than let's say me and stuff like that like they are in different circles they are maneuvering in different circles sometimes than we do so so I I have a lot there so there are two things so one I'll make, I'll make this very quick you just talked about how you felt more comfortable in public schools compared to private schools. Yeah. I have a student right now in my class and he love him. He's a great child. He went to private school last year. Um, and his mom tells me all the time. I talk to her um, a lot. I was actually just talking to her on Friday mm-hmm. and she was telling me, I remember at the beginning of the year, she was telling me, Oh my gosh, he just, he's so happy again. Like when he went to private school, he like, he was a good student. He did what he was supposed to do, but you could just tell he was not happy. He didn't mm-hmm. smile. His, his teacher used to always ask me what's wrong with him. And he just, there was nothing wrong with him. He just, he I just guess, didn't, didn't like care it. for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, she's like, I'm just so happy that, you know, he's back at the school. He's in your class. Like, he just mm-hmm. feels so much more joy. He's happy to go to school again. He has friends. And he even said it. I asked him the other day about something. He's like, it was just private school. And now I'm in public school. Like, he, he notices a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I was just saying that uh, I'm sure a lot of people have that same experience. And my, ch- and my, my uh, student is just 10. And even he said that. But... About the whole us navigating life differently. I mean, it's a different life, right? Like, yeah. You, I have a friend who went to private school her whole life, and me and her were talking because I mean, she has a great job, and I know a few people who went to private schools. Most of them have really good jobs and they're doing really well. 
Um, but we do navigate life differently, but we've always navigated life differently. I have always been very much middle class. Mm. She has always been very much not middle class or at least maybe upper middle class. You know what I'm saying? Her parents were in different circles. Her parents were at a different tax bracket than my parents. Mm. Yeah. So of course she's going to be in a different space than I am the same way. Um, Blue Ivy Carter is going to be <laughs> moving in different circles. We are not the same. We That's never true. were. That's true. Like, so, and I was even talking to, um, I'm not going to say that. I have a, I know someone and I was, I know people who went to private schools their whole life and they weren't as smart as some of the public school kids yeah. that I knew. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're still more successful, some of them, than some of these smart public school kids that I knew. And... Mm. It really bothered me for a long time. And then I had to think about it. You know what? You're not paying for a good education. And this is what my private school friend said to me. Like, we talked like a year ago. Mm-hmm. She was like, you're not paying for an education. You're paying for the connections. Mm-hmm. Do you know? And she told me about all these amazing jobs and opportunities that she's had. Not only um, post-college, but even during college. Mm-hmm. Like, she told me she was privileged during college because she knew somebody who knew somebody who got her into the good dorms. And she mm-hmm. got the good experience. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so you mean to tell me about all your... Uh, mm, fellow students and peers were living like this in college. You were living like that. I mean, it's not your fault. And I guess somebody had to be able to live that, but it's just kind of like, it sucks. But she's like, yeah, I didn't, we didn't pay for a good education. We paid for connections. Yeah. And my connections have gotten me, in other words, everything that she has right now. Yeah. That's essentially what she was saying. Mm. And I was like, that's you know what? So and if that's what $10,000 is going to get you, it's not a bad payoff. Like, it's not a bad trade-off well, if you about- have it. Think about all those parents that send their kids to the same school that Obama's kids was going to. There's a woman right now who's one of Michelle Obama's best friends. They connected through that school. She ended up being the first lady of the United States. <laughs> so, no, no, no. She was the first lady. Oh, she was the first lady. No, oh, oh, Michelle, she's, she's, Michelle was. Yeah, Michelle was. And, and, he, and he's saying that now that girl, the woman, is now friends with a former first lady. Yeah. Anyway, simply yeah. because she decided she, to spend the money to go to Sidwell. Sent, sent her kids to Sidwell. And that connection. And now they're friends. The, mm-hmm. the Obama's, fr- uh, you know, girls and that ladies' girls are like childhood friends. <laughs> so it's like, that's that's so true. I mean, and, and not only the connections, right? You you, I found out about YouTube through friend school. And this was YouTube at 2006. It was like middle school. Like people didn't even know YouTube was a thing. So I'm watching YouTube. I'm, you know, I'm watching Lonely Girls. Shout out to all you people that know about Lonely Girl. I'm watching Lonely Girl. I'm watching all these like parodies on YouTube, and people didn't know. I found out about Gmail through uh, my friend's school, and there was Gmail in 2003, mm. 2003, 2004. I'm using all these different technologies that now, if you see, I'm in tech. Because of you know, and this wasn't they wasn't teaching me coding. And, and you try to trace this all the way back to. I mean, basic. I always liked computers, but I started to really like computers when I went to friend school. Okay. And so, who's to say, like, if I would? Have that, that's that's kind of sad, though. That that kind of makes me sad in a way because can someone who I hope someone can I don't want to speak in app I don't want to speak in uh in black and white but I hope someone who went to the public school. Went to a public school can trace back. Let's say if they want to fall in love with tech or something like that. Mm. That that public school have the resources to give that same uh, passion that you got through private school. Do you get what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be a hater, but I think you had the uh, the passion before you went to private school. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I think you did. Boom. I mean, I probably did and didn't really develop until I went to UMD. But even that, right, you know, college, I would say, is an extension of private school. Because there's certain things that I learned in college that I don't think I learned, you know, I learned in high school. You went to a public college, though. I don't know. But, I mean, yes. Stop yes, it. But you guys, you, let's, let's, not, let's not act like UMD is not one exactly, of the top schools. Exactly, exactly. It's a public Ivy. What you doing? Uh, I'm just I'll saying be, you went to I'm, a public yes, school, though. Yes, but the <laughs> school that I went to. For most people, is is high like yes, yes, it's a public school. It's a great school. Yes, I you know, but what does that even mean when? (laughs) What does that? What does public (laughs) even mean when it's top tier? Like, cause it's the same thing as going to a public school and the bagoon in in like a top tier. I know people went to top tier public schools, and they having the same experience as a lot of these kids that Mm -hmm. went to private schools. Yeah. So yeah, even though I went to UMD, it was still like. Like it's not Harvard, it's not Yale, it's not you know, but it was. Public Ivy though. 
Yeah, but it was one of the top <laughs> schools in Maryland, you mm-hmm. know. So, so it's like even when I went to UMD, like there's a, there's this this one story I always mention about this one. Uh, uh, well, I'm not gonna say her name, but she's currently getting her PhD in mechanical engineering. Mind you, she went to Don't she came in as a uh, what's it? We call those things forensic science. Is that what's com- we, uh, criminal criminal justice criminal justice and major she mm-hmm. came in as that because she grew up in philly saw a lot of things wanted to make a change well, they, in her they a different person now um but then she came in as a criminal justice saw her friends because all her friends were in uh the engineering school saw her friends she was like what Love are y'all doing women. this that this that third she changed her major sophomore year to engineering mm-hmm. ace count one Ace Calc two, which is a weed out class. Really, people barely people people praise God if they get a C minus. <laughs> no, I'm serious. They praise God if they get a C minus in calculus two. Ace Calc three, Ace differential equations, mm-hmm. killed it. And the only reason she didn't even come in as an engineering degree mm-hmm. is because she didn't know about it. Really, she yeah. never heard about engineering until she got to college. That's crazy. So yeah, and this happened at this happened at UMD. UMD. Now she's getting her PhD in mechanical engineering in Penn and uh, UPenn at an Ivy League. Ooh, girl, love it. Mm. I think and so remember, um, we talked about this a while ago, and this is something that I've noticed because yeah. I've taught I almost every school district, every almost every school I've worked in has been low income, um, a Title One school, but uh-huh. except for one of them, but um, I think yes, it's like pub. I don't think it's a public school versus private school. I think it's honestly your family circle. Mm. So, for example, I I think I've always been supposed to become a teacher. Mm -hmm. Thought of being a teacher never crossed my mind. Because what do I see in my family circle? Mm -hmm. I see nurses, doctors, lawyers, engineers, uh, pharmacists, dentists, um, accountants. So, in my mind, those are the only professions that I can pursue. Because those are literally the only professions that I I see see adults around me doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if you're only seeing like, and I, I always ask my kids, what do you want to be when you get older? I always ask mm-hmm. them. And a lot of my kids are, um, living in low income areas. Yeah. So a lot of times they'll either say something famous because all the people who look like them who mm-hmm. have money are either actors, actresses, singers, so musicians, yeah. um, or athletes. And so... Or YouTubers. So they'll, they'll normally say one of those mm-hmm. things. Or they'll say what they see things in their family circle do. So they'll yeah. say bus driver, cashier, um, I want to work at Wendy's, yeah. I want to be the manager at Chipotle, or I want to work at Walmart like my dad. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, so I don't even, I don't think it's about public versus private school. I think mm. it's literally your family circle. Well, like, well if, if that's the case, let's talk about family then.